0: Thank you for listening to the Discount Comedy Checkout Improv Show. If you like what we do, then you can support us by going to patreon.com forward slash comedy checkout and signing up for the £3 a month tier, which will get you access to dozens of hours of extra content, including videos of our live shows, advanced dates of when we start to perform live again, and bonus episodes of the podcast, not available to the public. Thank you and enjoy the show.
1: Welcome to the Discount Comedy Checkout Improv Show, where all the content is made up on the spot by our talented performers. Each show carries a warning for adult material, and if you are easily offended, tune out now. You have been warned. Hello there and welcome to the show, I'm Chris Lum and with me in this episode are performers Natalie Smeaton, hello hello. Hi hello, hello. Are you alright?
2: I'm good, how are you mate?
1: I'm alright mate.
2: Good mate.
1: <laughs> you alright mate?
2: I'm alright mate, you alright mate? I'm
1: alright mate, yeah. Uh, <laughs> were you been up to anything exciting?
2: Oh, you know the usual saving the world spy shit. You know that sort of stuff you, that I do. You give yeah. too
1: much. I say this every time. You slow down, slow <sighs> down, Natalie.
2: I t- I, t- I shouldn't tell people that, should I?
1: No, stop no. telling people. You say well, do you, they'll ask you to do all sorts. They you will. Know, it's true. Stop that meteorite. You know. Stop that mm. volcano. Oh, come on.
2: Yeah. You I've do got do things to do, mate, yeah. I know, I, I ain't know. got time to, to rescue um, a sinking ship full of diplomats. i No, busy. exactly.
1: You need some you time. That's what I you do. need. Yeah, I might have been love. to that
2: ship full of diplomats, Chris, but I've never been to me. Oh,
1: well, that's a voyage that a lot of people would be proud to get a ticket for Natalie. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Enough about voyeurism. <laughs> that's what you <laughs> well, call it that's... when you're on a, when you're on a yeah, ship. absolutely, um, definitely. Next up, we've got, um, thanks for coming, by the way. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, next up, we've got, um, what can I say about this uh, This performer? Um, Harrogate based, um, <laughs> funny, and here and came along. So thanks for that. It's Mandy McCarthy. I uh, I can't say
0: mate, Chris.
1: You can't. Go on. Try I know. it. no. From
0: my lips, from my mouth, mate. Okay, all right, I'm going to try it,
1: okay? On, try it. I, I, right, okay. Do you, want, do you want your intro again? It's my yeah, it's, it's my old mate, Mandy McCarthy. am mate.
0: You are right, mate?
1: See, it sounds... <laughs> No, it's false. It's false.
0: It's you can, It's not. It, it's false, isn't
1: it? <coughs> yeah, it sounds. Sounds, I mean, like people...
0: a, sounds like a dirty word coming out of your it
2: mouth.
1: It does. All Doesn't
0: right. it? I feel dirty, Natalie.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. It's not working. Yeah, I'm just...
0: I'm also not the demographic. You know, I'm just not... I, I live in Harrogate. <laughs> I'm over... A certain
1: age. You don't have you mates know. there, you have uh,
0: acquaintances. Have no... <laughs> I've got no mates full stop. Oh I mean, oh I know. You might,
1: I like to... you might have some after this episode because all sorts of people message other, so you never know, you look Oh, you never know. Might, might, yeah. You might get a stalker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine that. Um speaking <laughs> of stalkers. Uh, <laughs> I've got no set up for these things, but I'll just bring him in. He's a, a, a lovely lad. He's a comedian. He's a singer, songwriter. He does it all, this person. He's a lovely Eddie French. Hello, Eddie. Hello, mate. Hi, you're mate. All right? all right, mate? Yeah, good, thing. I love that lovely lad.
0: Like, you're about 30 years older, Chris.
1: Older? That'd be... I'm calling him a lovely lad. Oh, I see. I see. He's a lovely lad, isn't he? He is. It is. Yeah. you are a lovely man. Right, he's yeah. here. Isn't room? We're not we're talking about him as if he's not in yet. He's here. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Let him I've, speak. I've,
3: I've been here. I've been here since the beginning. It's all, it's all right. I was, <laughs> I was just waiting for my introduction. You know, yeah. politely.
1: That's the magic of podcasts, So we're all sat here waiting. It sounds like we've just arrived. Is it taking us off? It's lovely. Um, should we get on with things tonight?
2: Let's
3: yeah.
1: do Wait, come on then. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe. Right then, we're going to be doing some short form games this evening. Um I've I've got some new ones for you tonight. You might enjoy them Ooh. or you're going to absolutely hate them and never want to play them again. <laughs> so that's a Dreamers choice. Gross. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Um right, the first one is called uh, the one title line of a story. brand new novel that's just come out and you're kind of doing the audiobook reading for it. You're going to tell me the story, but you're going to do it one line at a time, player by player and we'll go Eddie uh, then Mandy, then Nat, in that order, and then obviously rotate and keep the story going until I just decide we've had enough. Um, or it's got too, so exciting we've got to send people out to buy the book itself, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, so are you all all right with that? You understand that? Yeah. yeah. yeah Great. Right, I'm going to give you a title. It's a long one, so if you've got <laughs> pens and papers, you might want to write it down. <laughs> Your title is The Phantom Curse of Locke McLaughlin manor house hotel <laughs> the phantom the, the phantom curse of Loch mclaughlin manor house hotel all right so <laughs> <laughs> where
2: did you find that i just made it i just
1: made it up. now top of my head Um,
2: Wow, does anyone think you're an improviser? Yeah,
1: no, or or an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Right then, um, so you know what you're doing then, I'll just let you take it away, one line at a time, player by player, starting with Eddie, Mandy, then that. Okay. The dawn
3: sun glistened on the surface of Loch McLaughlin.
0: The swans were flapping around the lake and birds were nestling. In the trees. When all at once. The cook from the Manor House Hotel
2: at Loch McLaughlin (laughs) shot the nearest duck to go in that evening's crispy pancakes.
3: The master bedroom windows flew open and a voice was heard to scream
0: You just shot my favourite duck, you miserable old.
2: Upon screaming this, she slammed the window and said to all who would hear, a curse on the cook, a curse on the lock, and a curse on the ducks.
3: The first guests began to wake up in the manor house. They'd been there for three days, and it should have been reasonably uneventful, but this morning felt different. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they couldn't remember who they were, where they were, or what they were. They didn't know if they were human or whether they were coming or going.
2: After shitting on the floor for a bit (laughs) and trying to eat bananas with their skins on, one of them finally realised something was wrong and shouted in a loud voice, Quack! (laughs)
0: Quack! (laughs) Quack! They tried to eat breakfast. They tried to eat toast. But as everyone knows, you must never feed bread to the ducks.
2: The cook burst in, trying to stop them from feeding the bread to the ducks, because everyone knows if you feed a human possessed by a duck, bread in a cursed hotel, terrible things happen like...
3: Like some of that really weird, green, slimy duck shit that they do that you think is a bit (laughs) odd and you don't know how it comes out of a duck when a chicken doesn't do anything like that and they're virtually the same but wetter.
0: (laughs) It was desperate times at Lock McLaughlin Manor. People were not going anymore because they feared the worst. So heads were put together and plans were afoot to make it a more welcoming place.
2: The local witch realised that the only way to stop the green watery shit from running down the walls and to save the old guests and attract new ones was to lift the curse by use of a magic spell.
3: Oh, all beasties (laughs) and phantoms come out of the walls. Don't try to hide, I'll exercise you all by sprocket and wrench and comely old wench (laughs) I'll fill you with joy so you leave away all the girls and boys oh
1: we'll leave that there well done guys that was lovely Uh, (laughs) did you enjoy that?
2: I'm going to read that book tell you that
1: riveting yeah oh beautiful beautiful work if you're enjoying the show please share it about on social media The next game tonight is Oscar-winning moments. So I'm going to give you, uh, guys, the title of a a brand-new film, and you're going to perform a scene together, just a general scene, keep it going, see what happens. And then after a while, I'll call a name out, and you're going to give me an Oscar-worthy speech, an Oscar-winning speech, Um, So, you know, big it up, really want emotional stuff here. This is really going to bag you that Oscar. You're all competing against each other as well to win this Oscar. So um, I'll give you a film title. Does that sound okay? Mm Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. They're both going down. You know know what you're doing. Right, your film title for tonight is called Wedding Bells for Aunt Beatrice. Can I say it? Wedding Bells for Aunt Beatrice. Okay? Oh,
0: Aunt Beatrice. You look just simply divine in that
3: fascinator.
2: Oh, doesn't she just look beautiful? Beatrice, I cannot believe the big day is here after all these years.
3: I honestly never
0: thought it would come. Oh, all good things come to those who wait, Aunt Beatrice. And you've waited, well, 80 years.
3: Mm, oh, Well, my I'd like to reveal the, how long I've waited, dear. But yes, it's been a long time.
2: You know what my my only worry is, Aunt Beatrice? No, well, do tell me, dear, please. Well, honey, you're filthy, stinking rich, and your beautiful husband, why, he's at least 50 years younger than you. Mm-hmm. Which means only one thing,
0: Susan. What's that? That we'll be cut out of the fucking will.
1: <gasps> right, Brick, Excuse Brick, my please, let's see. have an Oscar-winning moment from Mandy, then.
0: I can't believe Susan and I, we've cared for you, Aunt Beatrice. We've we've been there for you through thick and thin, mainly thin. We've we've carried you around in that bath chair for the last 20 years. We've taken you to the toilet. We've wiped your ass. We've we've spoon-fed you your your rice pudding and your, your peaches and cream. We've worked our fingers to the bone. We've loved the very bones of you, Aunt Beatrice. We've got nothing. We live in a trailer. That's why we're trash. But you, Aunt Beatrice, we were looking to you to, to end our misery of servitude and trashiness. us. And now it's all going to be left of that,
1: that Pepe. Okay, back to the scene now.
3: Yes, well, I I don't recall asking you to do any of those things, dear. I'm still perfectly independent. I still bloody drive. But you just came around shoving food into my face and trying to touch my bottom.
2: Well, I never, I have never been so offended. But I have a, I have something to tell you, Aunt Beatrice.
3: Well, please, we might as well air it now. I'm only due to go down the bloody aisle in four minutes, but go ahead. Well...
2: All those nights that your new soon husband-to-be was supposed to be mowing my lawn? Yes. Well, he was actually mowing me.
1: Oh, let's say an Oscar-winning moment from uh, Nat there, then.
2: It was, it was a dark and steamy night, and my mower, my actual mower, not my fanny, wouldn't start. <laughs> and he came over to mend it, do you remember? And I was trying to get it going, and then... One thing led to another, and he got me going, and right there under the mon trees and near the swamp, we made sweet, sweet love, and he promised me what he was going to do was slowly poison you to death and run away with me so I could have all the money, dump my sister, and we could live in Florida in a NASA trailer. Yes, that's right. I'm sleeping with your
0: man.
1: Okay, back to the scene.
0: Did you say dump your sister? Yes. I've had enough of you. I've had you up to here. And so has Pepe. Pepe's not had me.
3: And this is why both of you were written out of the will 40 years ago. (gasps) Damn it. What a waste. This isn't about you or you or Pepe. It's about me, for God's sake.
1: Okay, let's hear Aunt Beatrice's Oscar-winning speech. You've never
3: cared. You've never been in the slightest bit interested
1: about what I've been
3: doing. You've only ever been interested in my cheque book, in my bank balance. Oh, yes, we come from old money, but your bloody fool of a father, my stupid brother, he just went ahead and lost all of his while well, I kept mine, and I own it. It's mine. That's why, when Peppy and I are together. I'm going to get my Portuguese residency, and I'm going to fuck off to the Algarve where none of you little twats will ever find
1: me again. <laughs> all right, well, when they there, that's a, that's a wrap for the scene. Well done.
3: <laughs> I don't know if I'd get an Oscar, but I think it would certainly get an Oscar. It'd be certainly under
1: consideration, I think, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely get nominees well, for all you them. Gave,
3: you gave that to Dame Judy, oh. and uh, all of a sudden oh. there would be, oh, she'd be getting... Globes and Oscars and- oh, She'd do it okay. with just
1: a one-liner as well That's the thing She'd, you know. Eddie, you sound, you sound like
0: Lady Bracknell <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It's somewhere
3: between Lady Bracknell and Margaret Dumont
1: well, let's, uh, let's keep going If you're enjoying the show Please leave us a nice review Okay, our final game tonight is Word Freeze. Uh, You know this one. It's a a tried and tested favourite of ours, this one. Uh, I'm going to start you off with a scene and freeze it on a line. Next person has to start off a brand new scene using that last sentence. Okay? Um, Right, we'll start with Nat and Eddie, and then uh, one of you swap out, obviously, for Mandy, and then keep it rotating around. Is that okay?
3: Yes. Swapping out.
1: So, um... Uh, we'll start with you, Nat and Eddie, and then Mandy can swap. Let's swap you out, Eddie, for Mandy, and then okay. pick up the rotation after that. Okay. Um, right then, I'll give you a Nat and Eddie a, a scene to start with. Um, you're in a PC repair shop. Okay. <laughs> so we'll start off with that. Away you go.
3: Yeah, you've been uh, you've been regularly updating it. Have you?
2: Um, well, I don't really know what I'm doing with it. I'm going to be absolutely honest, but. I was, I was told to come here because not only do you repair PCs, but apparently mm. you are very PC.
3: Well, absolutely, sir or madam. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> absolutely the way it is. But, uh, yeah, well, the thing is, is that they will give you little pop-ups. I'm sorry if that uh, if you have any erectile dysfunction issues uh, that uh, make the phrase pop-up become uh, unpleasant for you. But no, no, it's not a trigger,
2: try. don't worry. I'm not triggered but by pop-up. I'm, oh, very gosh, glad. <laughs> I'm so sorry, are you triggered by pop-up? Because I just said it
3: uh no 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 i um, uh, that that is not one of my triggers uh my triggers uh, parental alienation Mm. And dentistry, so as long as we keep away from those, but um essentially what uh, what you need to do is uh, the little pop up ads, and they 'll tell you to update uh, forgive me if uh, mm. uh, social uh, upkeep and dating is a trigger for you but uh, if you if you notice over there by the printers uh, we do actually have a safe space where you are more than welcome to uh, to become
1: mindful
2: i mean that 's wonderful, but I think dating is a capitalist construct um created to simply take our money, so i don 't do that
1: freeze i don 't do that. <laughs>
0: Simply, I won't do that. I'll do anything else, but I won't do that. It says it in my contract. No, no,
2: I'm sorry, lady. The ad that I read said you did do that.
0: <sighs> you're right, you're right. Is this or is this not your ad? This is my ad, you're right, you're right. I um, I was feeling hopeful. I thought I could do it. OK, let's, um, I'll just put my gloves on. There we go. Oh. just coming up. Do you want to bend over?
3: Freeze! Do you want to bend over? Do you want to bend over? I do. You do? I do. How can I do that? Well, why don't you try this very, very basic yoga for people who have never moved before? that sounds and looks absolutely impossible. It is, but just try this. You know where you're standing still, staring straight in front of you. Simply take your nose and try and point it to the wall on your left. Now you'll feel the pull as the rest of your head goes with it. Do you see?
0: Yes, it's absolutely amazing. I can move. At last, I can move my head.
3: Whoa there, cowboy. Let's go easy. <laughs> it is the first time after all. Why don't we centre our nose back again and this time try again, but only pointing your nose to the right? Freeze, to the right. To the right. If we go to the right, then when we next do the player step ball change kick, half of us will be on the bloody floor.
2: I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but he speci- the choreographer specifically said, to the right. You all go to the right. I stay to the left. This is my solo. I've had enough of you solo grabbing.
3: Look, love, we're all happy for you to have your solo, but we need to have a bit of stage to stand on, even if we're just clicking our fingers next to you.
2: This is showbiz. That is your problem. If you were professionals, if you knew what you were doing, you would create the stage.
3: Yeah, and if you'd chosen a choreographer who'd ever been to the bloody theatre before, maybe we'd have a dance routine that wouldn't make us all look like pillocks there, I said it. Please,
1: (gasps) There, I said it.
0: There. I've said it, Dorothy. I want a divorce. (gasps) What did he say? He said... He said, you'll never leave me. (gasps) What did you say? I said... I'm going to leave you right oh. now and watch me.
2: Oh, d- oh my God! Don't tell me!
0: Don't tell me! Did you leave oh. him? No. Ah. Oh. No, because no, he's got a really, really big cock. Really, really, <laughs> yeah. really,
1: really big cock. Really, really big cock. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. It's That's huge. Fine. It's fine. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's fine. It's just it's not usually what the illustrators go for on the cover of the Radio Times. Go will Willem out there. Always oh, <laughs> end on a gag about the Radio Times at the big cup. <laughs> well oh, done, oh, guy.
0: I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry.
3: So predictable with our radio times big. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sorry.
2: That's
3: not what yeah. the customers want.
1: Um, that's good, right? Excellent. Well done, guys.
3: Hello, friends. We've known each other for a couple of months now and we've thrown out 10 episodes at you for free and they will always be free. You will always find our shows for free wherever you find your podcasts. However, if you feel like you'd like to help us continue to make these shows and indeed other projects that we've got planned, then feel free to have a look at our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash comedycheckout. There, for as little as £1 a month plus VAT, you can help support us making the shows that we love to make and that hopefully you love to hear. Thank you very much for your time. We'll see you again soon.
1: Thanks for listening to the show. Please tune in next time for another completely made-up show with a brand-new host and our fine selection of performers. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Discount Comedy Checkout Improv Show. You can find us on social media at Comedy Checkout and at www.comedycheckout.com. If you've enjoyed the show, please subscribe for more, share the podcast on social media, and leave us a nice comment or review. This podcast was produced by Eddie French.